Cue the music. It's 8 o'clock. It's Thursday night. You're listening to Kayak Fishing Radio. I'm Chip Gibson, the tree hugger, and then our standing room only here in the little studio. So um, we've got some. Uh, we got a special guest tonight, and we're going to put him in the middle and surround him with the rest of the crew from Buzzards Row, and we're just going to start fast-firing questions at him. Mr. Barrett Fine, the uh, store manager from Austin Kayak in San Antonio. Welcome to Kayak Fishing Radio, Barrett. Hey, thanks a lot, man, for having me. Uh, I think I think we've met at a couple of boondoggles, but uh, you know, when you when you leave the military and nobody wears their name on a little tape above their left pocket, it just gets hard to remember, folks. But, um, dude, it's good to have you, Austin Canoe Kayak. You left the you left the Panhandle and moved to San Antonio. How's that been for you? Man, it's been a it's been a, a heck of an adventure. Uh, I mean, starting a starting a new shop from the ground up has just been an amazing experience. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time in San Antonio, but I was never a uh, a kayak angler while I was there. So, uh, still learning uh, a lot of the geography, still learning a little bit of the differences, the subtle differences between te- you know Texas fishing and uh, what I learned in Florida. Mhm. A little more skinny water there. And uh, a lot more reds and trout, I think, where you're at. So, but there's a uh, there's a lot of te- technique differences that I kind of picked up subtly, very you know, very subtly so far. But um, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's all it's all working. It's all good, man. As long as you got, you just keep working at it, right? It's a lifelong endeavor to to fish, and that's what I tell my wife all the time. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me say hi to the rest of the crew here. Speaking of crew, it's the landing crew, our Wednesday night host of Kayak Fishing Radio. Mark, the landing crew, Wheeler. What's up? What's going on, man? There it is. Um, we're here, and uh, the uh, the weather's... Uh, you guys were like in a monsoon last week, weren't you? The, the, the perfect storm? Yeah, it was... You know, it was one of those things that just snuck up on us, you know, because I always watch the weather and and then tune to it. And then, like, the day before, it's like, hey, uh, we're going to get a little nor'easter, probably an inch, two inches of rain, just to let you know. It's like, uh, thanks for letting me know, dude, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and, and and just as luck would have it, uh, you know, the reason I wasn't on last week and had Matt fell in was my uh, roof was leaking. It, and it was leaking in like the worst spot possible where my garage and main house connect. Mm. Right there, it was dripping right down, right on top of my uh, uh, electrical box, my, my breaker box, and everything. So I was out of power and <laughs> angry. Out of and, ideas, uh, right? Out of rattlesnake. 
So, you know, it was it was a rough one. But afterwards, I was able to get out uh, and do a little bit of fishing. Um, and and you know, up here in the in, you know Mid Atlantic Northeast, you know, and all over, pretty much north of you know Georgia line across the, the Gulf states. You know, it's just been an incredible fall. Uh, season so far for you know uh, for bass. I mean, yeah. I've, I've I've had thirty pound bags already this year, just 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 you know in the past week and a half, you know consistently. So Mark does our low sodium show. So Mark is a he goes after those green fish. So, but let me say hi to the rest of the crew. We got Matt from New Jersey, Mr. Yak Chum. What's up, Matt? Hey, good evening, Chip. Uh huh. We'll just keep. Rolling along in the northeast there. We got Cap D from Maryland. Take chip. You got your crabs on, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then some new guy that's just joining us tonight, a uh, guy by the name of Greg Becker. I hear he fishes out of Tampa. Good, good evening, that's Mr. The, uh, Becker. A nasty rumor I deny it vigorously. <laughs> So. They didn't say anything about catching. He just said fishing. That's right. Oh well, that's right. that too recently, but I, I appreciate the clarification. <laughs> so let me roll back around to our special guest, and he's up here at the top of the list, so it's easy for me to remember. Barrett is—he's uh, our, our joining us at the Boondoggle in two weeks, October 10th through the 14th, Merritt Island Cars Park, and it's not your first time there to Cars, is it, Barrett? Now I was uh I was actually at the last one that was at Cars Park when we had all the beautiful sunny warm weather. Right, right, right. It was very sunny and warm. I think that was a different one than I went to, but <laughs> and you were yeah, also I, I, at Perdido. I, I think they I think they went over the uh, PA system to announce a freeze warning there that night right. while it was raining. <laughs> That's right. I think so, I see snow in the forecast up here for two weeks, so we'll see what well, you guys get down there. No, that just doesn't sound like it's going to be right. But and then uh, you also joined uh, the Boondoggle in Perdido Key. I I recall a picture of you and Chris and some of the other folks from the uh, Heroes on the Water team out there, right? Yep. Um, that was uh, that was kind of in my uh, in my backyard uh, when they moved it up there to Perdido Key. Uh, I was living in Navarre, so that was just uh-huh. right down the road, basically. Yep. So that was a that was a fun time. So you're gonna be you're gonna be uh joining us down at cars and you're gonna you're the rep for Austin Kayak. And uh tell us a little bit about Austin Kayak. I mean uh, the guys have been on the show before and uh, I think it's a really neat uh they're they're probably I mean when you you can count on one hand the number of uh, big retailers that are online retailers and stuff and Austin Kayak does have storefronts too, but uh, tell us a little bit about Austin Kayak, where they come from, what's what they've been doing. Well, that's a, that's actually uh, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. I, I I was a customer at Austin Kayak and uh, uh, didn't didn't realize they had the storefronts, of course, because I was living in Florida. So when I went to the Perdido Key uh, Boondoggle to see the AC Kayak guys and, uh, and to meet them and start talking, it was a it was pretty funny, uh, uh, you know. I, you know, got a lot of information there, and it, it it was kind of funny how everything kind of unrolled because it uh, that was my initial contact with ACK, and here I am, you know, 
about a year later as a store manager and when we started up a store in February. And the this the yeah, this like I was gonna say, the store in San Antonio is, is brand new, right? Yep, we opened February. it uh, February eighth, so we got about was that a, not quite eight months eight months under our belt there. Right. So what uh so you're you're a kayak fisherman. Yes? Absolutely. Okay. Talk to us about your your boats and gear and I mean you you're an Austin kayak, right? You can drive any boat you want, so but I, I see several different pictures of you. Different boats. So I uh I I started off uh uh, a Malibu two that I bought off a guy that I worked with uh, when he was leaving Florida. Um, eventually rolled into a, a pro angler in uh, 2011, another pro angler in 2013, because uh, my wife decided she wanted to go fishing with me more often. Um, you know, just having a lot of fun with the sport. Um, you know, um, and then uh, uh, done a done a little work with a. Railblazer in the past, um, and just just you know jumped into it. I mean, you know, you get out there and you go the very first day and you catch, you know, half a dozen speckled trout, and you know, then you're hooked. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, about a month later, I had a friend of mine take me offshore and uh, got hooked up into my first king mackerel, and uh, it was just pretty much over from there. Big smoker king will do it every time when they peel the line off and just wear you out, right? I, I'll tell you, there's nothing like it in the world. So um, you mentioned uh, Railblazer and stuff, and I know that uh, you guys at Austin previewed the introduction of a new brand of kayaks into the States, right? Here recently, yeah. I mean, in the last year. Yeah, the, the the Viking Reload and the Profish 400 um, has entered our stores. I've been uh, I've I've actually had the opportunity to paddle both boats. Uh, pretty impe- impressed at how how quickly it starts moving forward on the first tidal stroke. Right. Uh, you know, it's a, it's very it's it's a very smooth boat. Um, you know, and there's I mean just you know when you look at the last 12 months, what's happened in the industry, it's it's amazing to see what um, the responsiveness of the manufacturers are to to what the anglers need. Uh, you know, you look at all the different all the different boats that have come out since ICAST. It's just it's really amazing. And I mean, it, it is. And a couple of years ago, I think me and Becker were sitting here one Thursday night just talking about how the the sport is just taken off. And I mean, I think we still I don't think we've seen a peak yet on on kayak fishing and i think one of the things is the amount of money that i've seen invested by manufacturers in in new models of boats and modifying boats and one of them is uh a brand you guys carry i know and you said you have pro anglers hobie is just i mean they've gone crazy and and redoing their boats yeah i mean i mean it's hard it's hard to imagine the amount of effort that they they had to go through the last year or so. I mean, every Mirage Drive boat they have, they had to redesign the cockpit to accommodate the new seat. Uh, I mean, and, and along with that, you know, a new Mirage Drive, then you then you add in a, a completely new boat with the seventeen, uh, the Pro Angler seventeen tandem. I mean, that that's a lot of work. 
and and it's not cheap either. I mean, I've I've uh, had the pleasure of visiting uh, Woody Calloway and the guys up in uh, North Carolina, w- done a walk through there at Native Boats and watched them uh, roto mold boats. And the process itself is it's really cool. And if anybody listening to the podcast, listen to the show. You know, it's really interesting. If you get an opportunity to go visit a manufacturer and watch them how they build the boats, you know that it's not a simple thing to just change one little piece on a kayak. So, um, yeah, the whole a, the whole mold has to change and be tested. Yep, and you know they gotta then they gotta reformulate how much plastic they put in there so that it doesn't thin out and. I remember Woody just getting all anxious because different colors react differently in the molds and stuff like that. So, pretty interesting and, stuff. And, and, and Woody's a real subtle guy. He's real quiet. You know, yeah. It's hard for him to get excited about anything. Right, right. Uh, but um, so yeah, he's, so he's, got, he's got the new the new Propel Ten coming out. You know, yep. with the FXs and. I mean, it's just it's it's just amazing, you know. You look at the wilderness systems and the boats that are coming out with the new seats. You know, almost everybody's got an elevated seat these days. Uh huh. I know. I mean, and I'll tell you, that really changed. I started off with a uh, um, um, a, a sit on top kayak, an ocean kayak, and the uh, Cobra fish and dive. And I thought those were two of the best kayaks. Number one, after paddling the fishing dive and then getting in the ocean kayak, the 14. Oh, the fishing dive is a... (laughs) It's a tank. That fishing dive, uh, everyone who started paddling before 2005, I think everyone had at one point a Cobra fishing dive, and that's what what they were paddling, or an ocean kayak riding of the old series. You know, right. where you didn't even have a, a back support rest for it. <laughs> I know. And then you, you know, they had that big battleship prow on it, you know. And you, they were great for smashing through uh, through waves and stuff as you launched into the surf. But once I yeah. once I got into a lawn chair, it was really difficult for me to ever want to go sit back on the ground again. So, and I know that's a big part yeah. of, of, kaya, of, of the new kayak. So you know, and, and it's kind of it's kind of yeah. funny how, how the evolution has come around. You know, back in you know the early 2000s, it was about speed and maneuverability. You know, not necessarily the Cobra fishing dive, but you know the the, the, the ocean kayaks and the 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 several other companies that were out there at the time. You know, some of them were defunct, but you know uh, the wilderness systems had the uh, the tarpons were were the first ones to come out. You know, and they're quick and nimble, you know, kind of thing. And then we've kind of migrated to this, you know, uh, you know, more more stability, more stability, more stability. But now we're seeing this influx now again of of quick, nimble, you know, long paddling boats. You know, it's, it's just it's funny to me to see that 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 rise and fall of uh, of what people want. Yeah. And, and somebody just fell out of their chair, I think. <laughs> so, anyways, so Barrett, um, Austin Kayak's not just a kayak shop, though, is it? Now, there's a there's a lot of other out, outdoors uh, 
products that are available through the company. Um, fortunately for, 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 for me, um, our store doesn't dive too much into that. I mean, we are, we are super focused on the, on the kayak angler market. Okay. So, and, you know, you know, tents, sleeping bags, I mean, you name it, you've got the Yakima racks, um, you've got the Thule racks, you've got the Malone racks, um, I mean, just, you know, basically anything you need for just about anything outdoors, uh, you can pretty much find it on the website or in one of the stores. And and so we had uh, Greg uh, Becker. He went down and uh, was at the uh, um, ICAST, and we also had another member of the Kayak Christian Radio team show up down there. Give us your perspective from a retailer. You know, what did you see at ICAST, an outdoor retailer, that you think is going to, going to be a game changer in the, in in the next year cuz i mean well it was outdoor retailer just finished up about a month ago right so we just start seeing some new products yeah i mean i i you know i was i was completely caught off guard by the 17 tandem uh from Hobie. um hadn't heard any rumors about it or anything else cuz you know you know in you know in this community you know rumors leak out and next thing you know everybody's talking about it um 17T caught me completely flat-footed. Uh, got the opportunity to demo one. Um, it, it, it's actually a pretty quick boat with two people pedaling it. Um, you know, a little little sluggish in my opinion. You know, with one person. And you know, I'm I'm a 14 uh, PA 14 guy uh, for a while now. Um, so that that boat really intrigued me. That that. That twelve uh, sided rail is uh, is definitely very interesting as far as things not rolling over on you when it's mounted to it. So I know a lot of guys are very hesitant to to buy a high dollar boat and then start drilling into it. Uh-huh. I think I think we were all there the first time we picked up the drill, started looking at the plastic, looking at the drill, looking at the plastic, and wondering what we were doing. And how far you could really go through without putting a hole all the way through the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so, and, and then, you know, you saw things like, uh, um, you know, you got Mokin with the lures, uh, stretching that out to a 13.5. Um, I, I was messing around in our most recent demo day and I was standing on the front hatch and, uh, paddling it like a stand-up paddleboard. So when we talk about, you know, the quick and nimble boats and the very stable boats, you know, it, it's, it's interesting to see what, what kind of extreme it gets to and how far you can you know, kind of wander around on the boat. It's kind of it's kind of fun when you watch kids out there on the boats. You know, they just get out there and walk around on the gunnels. Big-headed fool like me, you know, I have to kind of stay in the center and keep my center of gravity there. But it is pretty incredible, the stability of the boats they are now. And, you know, the general public, when, they, when you say, oh, yeah, I fish out of a kayak, they think of whitewater kayaks, you know, and people rolling over and stuff like that, and they have no clue that... You know, they just don't understand the concept between a stable kayak, but it, it's it's pretty incredible the amount of stability that the boats have these days. It, it really is. I mean, you you know, you've kind of got that you got that spectrum of you know quick and quick and nimble to to rock solid stable. You know, once somebody figures out where they where they want to put that needle on that on that spectrum, you know, you can pretty much you know absolutely fit them in the right boat for what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. 
What about some new some new stuff? I mean, uh, you kind of mentioned the the wilderness, the new wilderness seat. That's going to be there. I, I I've had a chance to see it um, just twice. Um, I believe it's due out next month in a little bit more force. Um, you know, just the amount of adjustability. You know, taking taking that wilderness platform and then just giving you a little bit more adjustment than what they had last year with just the two seats. I mean, it's just it's just going to be amazing. Yep, we had um, the rep from Wilderness on uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he did say that they will be bringing the uh, they will be bringing the new seat with them. So, for folks to give it a try, so I think that's going to be pretty neat. Just about everybody's got a lawn chair now. I mean, anytime you can keep somebody comfortable in the boat, they're going to be in the boat more often. Absolutely. You know, when it comes down. You know, if you're not comfortable, you're not going to paddle. Nope. If you're not going to paddle, then you just bought a garage decoration. Well, and I think I think comfort is also. I mean, think about comfort in the seat, comfort in the right paddle, the right length paddle for you, so that you have the, um, you know, you're not going to get fatigued. The uh, the amount of time that you can sit in the boat without being fatigued. If you have the right PFD, I think it all contributes to safety in the kayak. You know that uh, if you're more comfortable, you're you're going to be sharper. You're going to get less fatigued over the day, and you know one of the hardest things is coming back into the beach at the end of the day, right? We all we all just need to get one more cast in. <laughs> and so I know it it went from me from being like a four hour day on the water to to I can, you know, um, with the adventure fishing kayak tournament. And down in the key, in the glades. I mean, we stay out in the boat, you know, all day long. And as long as you're in a in a nice seat, and you can do it. You can absolutely do it. So, um, what else do we got? What what give us give us some ideas on some new products? Not uh, necessarily kayaks, but what about some other gear? Some angling gear. Man, there's a lot of people with coolers now, right? All these rotomolded coolers. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of coolers out there right now. Uh, again, we're 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 still sticking with our, our our mainstays right now. We've got the angles, we've got the uh, um, we've got the Yetis. Um, angle just came out. They're putting rod holders on their on their cooler dry boxes right now. Um, their their live uh, their big tank where they add the aerator to it. I mean, that's that's some pretty pretty awesome stuff i mean when you can when you can actually take bait and keep it alive out there you know for as long as possible i mean that's that's definitely something for a lot of folks to help them get out there that you know uh not everybody's one of those experienced guys that likes to take artificial out there all the time so those bait tanks are, are are really a good option you know especially for the boats that don't have you know the option of going with the live well and, and and you say that it's Yeti or Engel that has a kit for them. Um, they have a uh, Engel is actually making a making a. Uh, I believe it comes in the 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 thirty uh, thirty quart and uh, the thirteen quart. Um, they actually have a uh, an aerator on the outside, a battery powered aerator, almost like a almost like a bubble bucket that they can so it's, they can there. Go ahead. So it's dedicated. 
yes, it, it, it acts like a cooler when you're not using it for bait, but when you've got bait in there, you know, you can, you can click the button and, uh, it's got a two speed motor in it. And, uh, you know, if you, you know, if you want to keep your bait cool, because uh, one of the biggest problems you have is when you take it out there and you put it in a bucket or something, it's, it's eventually just going to cook. Right. So, yeah. So live bait, and that's that's always a good thing when you when you got new people out there who don't have the finesse for the plastics yet. Throw a piece of shrimp on there, and that helps them out. Get people, yeah, especially keep, when you're taking kids out there. Yes, absolutely. And on the 17 now, you can throw junior or, or uh, juniorette up on the front there, and uh, very very stable opportunity there. So, yeah, actually, um, we had uh, we had four people on that on that boat at once standing up at a demo day. Uh, <laughs> so, so you might be able to take the whole family on that thing. Take everybody out, right? Mother-in-law, everybody. Take them out kayak fishing. Well, you know, you you, you can take them all kayak fishing. You didn't promise to bring any of them back. That's that absolutely true. That's a good point. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. What about uh? What kind of now? It was funny because you said you were you were listening to Redfish Chuck's Monday Night Show, and you're saying now you're going to change all your baits and tackle. You're you're gonna you're gonna change your tactics for the, for the Boondoggle Weekend. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know it, it, it's kind of funny. The uh the, the previous one at Cars that was just a tough weekend. I mean everybody that went there, you know, it was a uh, it was kind of slim pickings the weather. Mother Nature kind of let us have it. Uh, mm-hmm. and so, uh, went to a couple different places. I kind of originally, when I was coming to par- cars, I was planning on doing a little bit of inshore stuff. Um, kind of, kind of working on, uh, I, I need to get better at it, you know? So it's like, um, that was kind of like on my bucket list to do. And then I'm sitting here listening to the, uh, to the podcast this morning. Uh, you know, I'm listening to Alex and Chuck and they're talking about the mullet run, and I'm, I was just completely stunned. I was like, that, you know, scratch everything, re, <laughs> restart, set up everything. Uh, you know, being a guy that likes to go offshore, you know, that's my first inclination to go offshore. And to right. see that mullet run going on, you know, Jack Creval, you know, you got the blues hitting, you know, everything going in there. And then you got yep. the sharks coming in and cleaning up. That's just that's just amazing. You know, I was fortunate enough to catch tarpon up there in Pensacola, but with the quantity and quality they have down there, you know, it's just a, you know, it's just an amazing opportunity. I think I, I've seen a picture of you with a sailfish on a kayak too. Is that right? Actually, yeah, I was, I've been, uh, I mean, 2012 was a, a really amazing year up there in Navarre. Um, I was able to get a sailfish and a tarpon, uh, within a hundred days of each other. And uh, the day I caught the sailfish, uh, I was jumping up and down like a little kid with the fish before that because it was a, it was a mid thirty inch uh, um, mahi mahi. I was like, all, all losing my mind over mahi mahi, and then the next thing you know, I've, I've got a seven foot sailfish in the kayak. Yeah, and and you just keep, you're just like ah, you're one of the few people I know that have ever caught a tarpon up in the uh, up in the panhandle. I I've, I I hooked one by chance, but never brought it to the boat. And I, I know very few people who have caught tarpon up that far that far north. 
well, you know, it, it's kind of a kind of a funny story. Uh, um, I was up there with some friends from out of town, uh, and then uh, uh, had a buddy of mine that was there and had some live bait, and uh, he had to take off, and so he went over the radio and asking anybody if they wanted some live bait. And we all met up. We were just kind of shooting the breeze, and I actually just dropped that live bait on a circle hook and just dropped it off the side of the kayak and gave it about 15 foot of line and we're sitting there and we got all three kayaks pulled together and we're just shooting the breeze and the rods and the rod holder and next thing you know 10 feet away you know a four foot tarpon just absolutely skies and he actually had my bait in his mouth awesome. doing nothing right doing, doing absolutely nothing. nothing right just fishing you know I wasn't even fishing. wasn't even trying to fish. Just letting the bait swim around a little bit, you know. And uh-huh. So it was pretty amazing. And Navarre, well, we, Panama. We had Go we ahead. had uh, tarpon at uh, Perdido Key, right there underneath the uh, the bridge going over going over into Perdido. Uh, Tracy Detweiler with um, with How up here with the How truck. He said he he was out there before me and uh, uh, Scuba Stan went out, uh, literally 15 minutes apart. And he was saying that he had them rolling underneath his kayak, and he he just froze. He didn't know what to do because they were really big, um, you know. And I know of a few other guys that, that were jumping tarpon there in uh, 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 Perdido as well. I've seen them, but I I mean I've seen quite a few tarpon up in the past there and everything, as well as uh, there's actually sturgeon uh, uh, up in the up in the uh, intercoastal waterways that so you'll find them every now and then, but uh, they're they're just few and far between of folks that uh, uh, to catch them and bring them to the boat. So that's pretty awesome. You know, it's just it's amazing. I mean, uh, it, it was great. I had a great great crew of guys. I mean, I got pulled into a a piling, uh, bridge piling, and uh, we got gave me the bait. Brandon Martin turns around and zooms by me in his Hobie. And actually, because I was nose first into the piling, and he grabbed the back of my boat and pulled me back away from the piling a little bit. And uh, that fish actually swam out the same way he went in to the piling and didn't wrap me up. Nice. That's great. I mean, I mean, I'm, I was just a, I'm, I'm sitting there just the recipient of some good luck, you know. <laughs> everything, everything that could have gone wrong didn't go wrong. That's that's all it is about fishing, right? It's just. How many times do you have a little bit of bad luck on on every cast, right? Maybe you didn't pull it in front of the fish. Maybe you didn't drop it long enough. Maybe, but it's just how many times? How many times did Murphy not look at you when that fish <laughs> ran by you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know. Some uh, some people say sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. That's it, right? You gotta be good all the time, man. Only gotta be lucky once in a while. <laughs> so. Very cool, man. Um, what else are you looking forward to? Uh, what do you what, what are you guys bringing from Austin Kayak to the Boondoggle? I know the last time you know, the guys were doing some offshore clinics and stuff like that. Are you planning on anything like that? Um, uh, I'm, I'm signed up to do an offshore clinic out there. Um, you know, I, you know. Again, one of the things I don't profess to be is a, the expert in anything, but I'm willing to share everything I know. So, I'm really looking forward to talking to a bunch of people out there. Uh, about some offshore fishing, especially now that I have a little bit ex- experience over in Texas as well as Florida, because you know, like I said, there's little technique differences uh, that you pick up in different places. So it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, 
you know, our 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 basic goal is to, you know, by sponsoring Boondoggle is to, you know, just promote the sport. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is promote the sport. So we'll be out there to talk to some of our customers that are out there from Florida and stuff like that. But we're not we're not actually bringing anything out there. Um, you know, we're still kind of kicking around some ideas, but we're probably going to have like a casting competition where we maybe set set a bucket out and have people try to cast a lure and land it in a bucket. But you know. There's 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 lots of uh, there's lots of folks out there in Florida that are in this industry, and we're not, you know, we're not going to go out there and try to take a bunch of stuff and sell a bunch of stuff. Cool, cool. So, and you found that, I mean, no matter where we've gone with the Boondoggles, when we've had them in Virginia, we've had them in Florida, Georgia, and we've usually found that most people are real friendly and you know, are, are more than willing to share information and stuff. You find the Texas anglers to be the same way? Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I've had some, I had some guys that, you know, I met through opening the store that, it, you know, I've been fishing with, uh, out here, um, you know, started off with customers walking through the store and end up being friends. And, uh, it, it's, it's just amazing, you know, and, uh, it's been a lot of fun this year. Um, taking a, taking some people out, um, offshore that had never been offshore before. Um, took a, took two guys I met through the store. Uh, my wife had never fished offshore before, and uh, so the three, the four of us all went out one day and hit one of the oil rigs and uh, came back with uh, eight kings and all forty inches and up. So it was just an absolute blast. There's some kingfish over there around the oil rigs, right? I, I tell you what, we, I think I think we caught a four-person limit within about forty-five minutes. Wow, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh, sleigh ride on a big king. Oh, absolutely. And I hear the the speckled trout over there they they get some pretty big gators over there too, right? I you know what that's the one thing that's really eluded me. I've I've, I've caught a, a you know forty-inch red, but I, my biggest. Uh, my biggest speckled trout, I think, right now to date is about 20 inches. So, um, you know, nice little fish, but you know, I need I need to start figuring out that a little bit more. But they they have some incredible gator trout over here. Maybe maybe a trip out to the chandeliers or something like that is in your future, huh? I I'm telling you what, there's a bunch of trips in my future. Um, <laughs> but both both in that both in salt and freshwater. And let's see here. What else we got? I don't know. Let's see. Anybody else gonna want query Barrett's uh, unlimited knowledge of uh, Austin kayak kayak fishing stuff? Just kidding, man. I know. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. One of the, one of the first, one of the really cool things about going to work for Austin Kayak is like uh, uh, one of the things that. Uh, the company does very well as our internet orders. And so mm-hmm. even as a store manager down in San Antonio, I spent two days in the warehouse, um, just pulling people's orders and boxing them up and getting them shipped out. Can I right. tell you what, you talk about, you talk about being in that warehouse and you go, you know, you get a good idea by going to the website and seeing all the things that they have to offer and being a kayak angler. You know, I, I sat there and I was like, I felt like, I felt like a little kid walking into Toys R Us for the first time. Yeah, I got to say, mean, um, oh, sorry. 
Go ahead, Matt. All right. No, I was going to say, um, I've I've been ordering from uh, ACK for years on the Internet. And, and you know, ordering on the Internet, you always got to love the speed of getting things, you know. I mean, and Austin Canoe and Kayak, they, they've always done a great job with, with shipping speed, accuracy on, on – uh, getting orders shipped out correctly uh, it's always been a, a breeze and then plus i believe it's uh over forty dollars you guys are free shipping i mean you can't beat that, that that's excellent yeah i mean we, we we put a lot of effort into it we really do um uh the stores are sometimes an extension of the warehouse if if we're running scarce on some products and stuff so we'll actually like even if you've ordered it through austin kayak up you know uh, on the website, we may ship something out from San Antonio to meet that order. So, I mean, the entire company actually puts a tremendous out of effort into that. Absolutely. I mean, I live up here in New Jersey, and, and I I think when I order from you guys, I, I get my shipment within two to three days. I, I, that's just insane from hitting uh, send payment, you know? It's like... You, if you know you're going to go fishing next weekend, as long as, you know, like we're here in Atlanta, and if I'm going to go down to Florida or something, I know that I can get something into ACK by the probably Tuesday morning, and I'll have it Friday to take with me on my trip, you know, at the very latest. Usually it shows up magically, you know, within a day, 48 hours. We had Peter and Steve both on the show before. And I know their backgrounds in uh, in the sectors. I think one was uh, previously worked for one of the big box stores, and another one did some work for a store. You know, as far as being able to maintain uh, stock and stuff like that. I mean, it was really interesting talking with both of them uh, about their their business model and and how you know they they wanted to take the best of all that they had learned. And turn it into ACK, and they've done a really good job. I mean, there's, there's, you know, it, it's I can't overstate it enough. There's so much energy that's put into it. I mean, somebody orders a, uh, a you know, a stock boat, and they want some flush mount rod holders. They want an anchor trolley and a rudder put in. You know, I could, I could end up with that order. You know, at one o'clock in the afternoon, and by five o'clock. Um, you know, the shipping company is at my back door picking up that boat to send it wherever it's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then the other thing, um, Austin Canoe and Kayak, I mean, the name might throw you off, but you guys also stock a lot of camping gear and really cool stuff in those, like, other types of outdoor departments, which is pretty cool. I, I say what, it's a lot of fun seeing the, seeing the new different, you know, um, kind of offshoot gadgets that, you know, you know, the little campfires that you can charge your iPhone with and things like that. I mean, it's just little little things that are just, just super cool. And, uh, I'll, I'll tell everybody just a well-kept secret. Actually, it's not a secret. Everybody should do this with Austin Kayak. If you go ahead and you register with Austin Kayak, they send you on a monthly basis a nice little newsletter telling you what's going on it's not a bunch of spam. I usually only get one every month, but it's usually got a great code for a 10 or 15% off. They always give uh, free shipping on orders over $39 and 15% off on accessories when you do a kayak purchase. But if you sign up and you get their monthly newsletter, 
you I mean, you can just you can make some coin uh you know, by by being uh a wise shopper. I mean and also if you go all the way to the right on the Austin Kayak page, they have an outlet and there's always some cool stuff in there. I think I actually got a boat one time out of the outlet that was like half price and when I got it I could couldn't find any reason why it was, it was supposed to be a blemish or something but I couldn't find a reason why it wasn't a brand new boat so kudos to the crew man they're doing a great job I I tell you what this is a this is a super busy season right now too because we're actually uh, a lot of our used boats uh from you know our rental fleets and things like that are 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 hitting the website you know, clearing out all the 2014s, getting ready for the 2015s. It's it's a pretty crazy time. Yeah. So, and folks just need to register on a ACK and keep their eyes and ears open and uh, take advantage of it and have a good team and everything. So, but uh, cool. Always, always fun to have somebody from Austin Kayak on board, and then I know that it's going to be a lot of fun seeing you know, meeting you again down in uh, Cars Park. So, uh, look forward to having you down there, man. It's going to be a great time. Absolutely, you know that's what Boondog is all about. Is, you know, talking to people, having a good time. That's right. That's absolutely right, Boondog. So, we're about that. I mean, time. we all we, we all try to fish as much as we can, but this is a chance for us to all get together with a bunch of like-minded folks. It is, um, and you won't meet as many like-minded folks as you will <laughs> there. So, um, what's uh, what do you what's your game plan for this weekend, man? You're going to be warming up. You're going to go out and do a little fishing before the boondoggler. Or are you packing up, getting ready to go? Are you driving or flying down? Uh, we'll be driving down. Uh, we got a little bit of a convoy coming down. Uh, actually, uh, my trailer, I bought a brand new trailer for this trip, so my trailer's coming in uh, tomorrow to the shop. So cool. we'll be putting the trailer together uh, and doing all the stuff, getting ready for the prep work. So who's who's coming down with you from the shop? Um, I actually have uh, Ryan, the assistant manager, up in, uh, up in Austin. He uh-huh. is... Uh, he has jumped in. Uh, he's picked up quite a quite a following there. His nickname is a uh, is River Jesus. Uh, once you meet him <laughs> and see what he looks like, uh, you'll understand the nickname. Uh, another another he's just recently one, eh? <laughs> uh, he got a uh, Texas state record um, for sunfish on a fly in Very in the cool. San Marcos River. So I mean, this guy is, is this this guy has actually got that body of water just dialed in. Uh, I got Juan Carlos coming in. He's from our customer service department. Anybody that calls in and orders uh, anything over the phone, there's a, a decent chance you've talked to him on the phone. Uh, he's kind of an offshore guy, inshore guy, um, kind of a salty guy, and he's starting to pick up a little bit of uh, fresh water too. And then, of course, my uh, my wife. I don't think I don't think she was there was ever any doubt that she was gonna come along with us. She wasn't going to let me go to Florida for, you know, the better part of a week without her coming along. That's right. So it's going to be, it's going to be a grand trip then when we look forward to seeing everybody and hope everybody has a safe journey down to the boondoggle. Um, but, uh, let's, uh, let's take it around the table and see what folks game plans are. I mean, uh, so you're going to be working on putting a trailer together this weekend and, uh, maybe packing up and getting ready to go to the boondoggle the following weekend. 
any fishing in the time there, or just too busy for that? Nah, between the shop and get ready for boondoggle and then trying to figure out how we're going to pack gear for four people in that Tacoma, you know, that's, yeah. that's kind of a Tetris That's kind of a Tetris move in itself. Yeah, you're going to need to find somebody like Landing Crew there who's like, you know, did logistics on putting stuff in boats and backups of airplanes and stuff like that, right? Exactly. <laughs> you need a load master. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> I hear you giggling back there, Mark. What's your game plan for the coming weekend? Are you going to be at the Boondoggle? I will not be at the Boondoggle. Um, the wife is finally off of ship. Finally, only issue is is that she's got training down in Lackland in Texas uh, for the next month, and uh, no one to watch the the Rugrats. So it's um. It's well, at least be, I know uh, a good kayak shop in San Antonio she can visit. That's oh, right. definitely, and, and I just, I, I as, as you guys were talking, I'm sending her a text, you know, hey, you know, after the boondoggle, you know, wait about a week, because <laughs> the first two weeks of training usually suck, you know, also canoe and kayak, just drop my name, and, you know, we'll see what we can do, and blah, 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 so, yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's a lot of, uh, she she loves kayaking and stuff like that, but um, uh, I've got a great neighbor that'll watch the kids for a few hours, and um, I have really gotten into waterfowl hunting off the kayak. And uh, I'm actually building a, a a blind for my kayak. It's pretty cool. Anyway, um, I'm probably going to do a little uh, little teal hunting before the season ends here in the next next week or so. And uh, and of course, if you're teal hunting, you can fish at the same time. So I'm probably going to be throwing around a uh, a big old jerk bait to see if I can't find a few uh, wary bass to to come play. That's not fair, man. That's that's the wrong. You're camouflaging your true actions, man. The birds will come in thinking, "Oh, he's just a fisherman," and then you'll pick up your gun and shoot him. Of course, I don't think that's fair. That's what that, that's what I did last weekend, and it was awesome. I totally. literally had a bass, a little little twelve inch bass on, <clears throat> and as I'm fighting him, I look up, and it was the last day of uh, of goose season, of early goose. And I'm fighting him, and I look up, and there's a, a flock of geese coming in. I'm like, oh, oh this is almost too cool. Stuck, shoved the rod underneath my leg, grabbed my shotgun, boom, 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 shot three uh, geese. I'm fighting, got the fish in the boat. I'm like, this is awesome. Pals over, grabbed my geese. I'm like, this is so, so dang cool. Why don't more guys do this? So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Matt, how how's New Jersey treating you, man? What's What's going on? Um, I don't know if you looked at the map of the US, United States today, but there's this big green, red, and yellow line coming across it, and it's got it, its crosshairs <laughs> on Saturday for me. So, um, Saturday's our last Heroes on the Water event of the season. So it's uh, not looking pretty. <laughs> I'm just hoping it breaks up and goes away, and it's a beautiful sunny day. But. Um, you know, go to go to the big box store and get a box of the redneck raincoats, man. You'll be good to go. Yeah, I was looking for a redneck raincoat donation, actually. So <laughs> I see call around today. <laughs> some of those fifty-gallon trash bags are perfect. <laughs> exactly. So um, all right, if, yeah. Heroes on the water, and then uh, do a little porgy scup fishing on Sunday since uh, flounder season's closed. All right. Mr. Becker, sir, are you there? I am here. Am I there? Yes, you're. You're on the air, and uh, perfect. 
we're inquiring as to your what's up with your fishing plans. I mean, are you are you doing uh you, you planning on doing any fishing? How how you been feeling, man? Are you able to get out on the water oh, yeah. yet? Yeah, I probably won't have the boats out. I haven't had the uh, boats out this summer because of some issues with the back. So uh the native ultimate that's new to my son is still sitting in the garage and uh, much of my weekend will be involved moving that from one garage to another. Oh yeah. Some of that stuff's on this weekend. But uh we actually did get out um Last weekend, we actually got out wave fishing for a couple hours out on the flat uh, off Apollo Beach, uh, where you and uh, the family and I uh, launched that morning chasing the cobia around. Right. Uh, right off in front, of, in front of the park there. Ran into a couple of big schools of mullet. Had a couple of good hits. Went all the way out to the signs there, and we're fishing out into the deeper water. Ran into a school of uh, you know ladyfish that thought they were tarpon, which was fun for a little while. And uh, Kept looking for the jacks, but the jacks didn't happen to show up that day. But one of these days, the school of those big, uh, you know, 28, 30-inch jacks are going to show up when we're out there, and we're just going to get the crap beat out of them. So we're looking forward to that as well. Awesome. All right. And uh, maybe we'll see you Sunday at the boondoggle, I guess? Yeah. Maybe make sure a day trip of it? What's, uh, what's going to happen, but we're going to see if we can, uh, at the very least, make a day trip over. So we'll see what works out. Okay. Awesome. We're uh, we're we're planning on heading down because of school requirements and all that good stuff. I mean, uh, right now the the clone, my 15 year old 10th grader who is six foot two and eating me out of house and home. Uh, he's he's hoping he's been talked at by shooting coaches from the Air Force Academy and he sent information about himself to congressmen about getting appointments to either the Naval Academy or the, or the Air Force Academy. So a couple more years of that, he'll be out of town, and then I can fish more. But uh, he's got to keep his grades up, so we're not going to – we'll probably leave real early Saturday morning, hopefully be there by Saturday afternoon before probably about dinner time, maybe get the fish Sunday and, and Monday. But uh, – um, the last few weekends have been a total wash here, weather and stuff like that. It's just it's it's a it's a tough change in the season here in Atlanta this year. But Mr. Caputz, I know you're going to be putting the 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 trailer on the on the vehicle, and you and uh, your your brother-in-law are headed south. Yeah, man. Pretty uh, pretty soon, and uh, we are we are packed and ready to go. I think. Uh, I dissuaded the wife from coming along this time by saying we're going to camp instead of uh, – <laughs> she doesn't camp at any less than a holiday inn. So uh, we're going to stay at the grounds this year and, and have a good old time, I think. Awesome. Um, you remember our friend Bubba, so uh-huh. so Auburn LSU this weekend. But Bubba's got a 12-year-old, and he's got a half dozen kids uh, coming down to his lake house on Lake Anna. So I think what we'll do is we'll grab a couple rods and – couple of the yaks and take it down to the lake there and uh, maybe teach a kid to fish. Awesome. Man, that's a great deal there. Between Heroes on the Water and taking kids fishing, man, you know, one one of the groups here in Georgia, Paddle for Tomorrow, it's all about making sure that the kids are all on board with the sport and then they start to learn to respect the resource and, and learn to cherish it and take a little bit better protection of it than we've been doing so that's awesome man hey uh let me leave you with a, a little secret that uh, uh, george mason university if if the clone don't get to where he wants to go 
George Mason, little old George Mason University, which is actually getting a pretty good reputation up here. Uh, uh, they don't have big-time college athletics, but they offer scholarships for their shooting team. He actually got a letter from them this week. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so they they published the, uh, I think the magazine went out from the uh, Sports Shooting Association, the Clay Sports, and uh, he's 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 uh, he's making a he's actually made a, a little money uh, playing the options and got returned his his, in, his entry fees and stuff. So he took a yeah, champion good. in twenty gauge there at the at the Junior World at uh, Fort Benning. So yeah, he's they they sent him a letter. So uh, he's 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 keeping his options open. I mean, you know, we we talk about keeping his situation awareness up and keeping his head on a swivel and. Uh, yep. Now we're yep. there. If he goes up there, we know we you, you'll keep the intel up on him. So, <laughs> absolutely. All right, buddy. Barrett, here's your opportunity, man. Website, contact information. What do you want to talk about? A- ACK. You got a few minutes here. Hey, man. Uh, you know, you guys already know ACK.com. You know, that's where you're going to find everything. Um, if you want to get it down a little bit more into the weeds on the nitty-gritty of what all the stores are doing, uh, each individual store has a Facebook page uh, for the five individual stores. Uh, the main corporate one is Austin Kayak on Facebook. Uh, the rest of them are like my store is uh, San Antonio store, uh, Austin Kayak. Uh, all the stores have one. So if you need something, hit us up. <clears throat> Very cool, man. Well, we look forward to Look forward to seeing you uh, down at the Boondoggle here in two weeks. Absolutely, Is that it? Bud. Any alibis? <laughs> uh, <laughs> everybody, all the old military guys are like, yep, so just like staff meeting. Alibis going once. All right, that'll be it. Thanks for joining us tonight on Kayak Fishing Radio. Our guest has been Barrett Fine, the uh, store manager from the San Antonio location of Austin Kayak. The rest of the crew, the buzzards sitting on the rail, they'll be back next week. We'll be back Monday night. Redfish Chuck kicks off uh, with uh, the uh, Monday night kickoff with Redfish Chuck, him and Peppy, and, oh, my gosh, Alex and all of them. They're giving out all the scoop on what to do at the boondoggle. They're just giving it all away. Nobody's, Everybody's going to be catching fish down there. I don't know. Mileage may vary. All right. But uh, the fish are sure biting down there right now. What? Is this phone number always the same? Because two weeks from now, we'll be driving instead of listening to the Internet. Oh, yeah. Is is the swap number always the same? Yep, same number, man. Yeah, okay, cool. So, all right, so you'll be able to call in. Put it on your Bluetooth, man. Yeah. (laughs) All right, and everybody will... We'll see you next time. Take a kid fishing Wednesday nights. That's Wheeler on the Low Sodium Show, and we'll be back here on Thursday on Buzzer Drill. Barrett, thanks a lot. We'll see you hey, in a couple for of weeks. Me, bud. All right, Matt, stay warm up there as the snow moves in. I know it's getting that time. Thanks, Mr. Becker. <laughs> don't don't bring your yep. nail gun next time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was all about. All right. All right. Dave, okay. War Eagle, man. I know LSU is going to lose. Yeah. War Eagle. All right. Bye-bye. That's it. Good night. Good night.